This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by good folks at Capital Plus. Capital Plus un- helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. Good people there, so definitely check them out. Let uh, Renee and the crew know that uh, you heard about them on Mr. Biz's radio show, and uh, I'm sure they'll take good care of you. So uh, it is time... Is that time of the month, as they say, uh, on the positive side, that we're going to get our market update from none other than Mr. Johnny Dawson of Capstone Wealth Advisors. So welcome back to the show, Johnny. What do you got for us this month? Thanks, Mr. Biz. Always a pleasure to be on as we are full force into the 2020 era. I figured it would be best to... Uh, kind of take a step back and do almost a little bit of a review of what are some three three simple steps to make sure that you're taking stock of your finances. So usually this month and at the beginning of 2020, what we find is a lot of people are saying, okay, this is the year. This is the year that I'm going to get my finances in order. This is the year that if you're a business owner, I'm going to collect more profits and and stress less and save more and invest more, and this is the year. And so it's always good to have those goals and, and those resolutions to make sure you're doing that. But what's a basic first step that I always tell people, Um, especially our clients going into a new year of what we need to take stock of within their finances. So this is just really three easy steps to kind of, as people are thinking about 2020 and what that year is going to bring, here's three things that I would uh, definitely recommend checking up on if you haven't in some time, especially while you're thinking about your finances early on the year. So the first thing is going to be, Updating your beneficiary designation sounds simple enough. However, um, some people right now will change accounts. They will open a new bank account. Maybe they're looking at life insurance to, as a buy-sell agreement with a business partner, things of that nature. And it's it's a critical time um, to make sure that the beneficiaries on your accounts are all updated, regardless of the size of the account. Nobody wants to go through probate or um, allowing the state or a judicial system to figure out where your money goes simply because you didn't have a beneficiary on the account. Mm -hmm. So right now is a a tremendously wonderful time to ensure that all of that is in line with your goals and and wishes, especially if you've had a divorce or or something catastrophic of that nature. You want to make sure you are updating those beneficiaries in relevance to what your needs and wants are. Um, The second thing that I'm telling clients right now is make sure you replenish your emergency savings. We just went through the holidays. Uh, A lot of people spend or might be feeling the pressure that they spent a little more than what they should have over the holidays. So now's a great time to start replenishing your emergency savings. And what we typically recommend is strive to at least have three to six months of a living expenses in a safe and liquid cash reserve. 
Uh, money markets aren't paying very much to nothing, so you could look outside of that with a very, very short duration bond fund, um, ultra short bond fund, things of that nature where the fluctuations not want to be too extreme even if interest rates did start to rise, but it does give you some liquidity options uh, and some additional interest. But you want to strive to at least have three to six months of living expenses in that emergency account. Um, dependent on your expenses, you may even want to go out to nine months, especially if you're a business owner. And, Mr. Biz, I know you talk a lot about this, but making sure you have a cash reserve um, for payroll, for for collectibles and all that, make sure that you've got enough money there. Yep. So now's a good time to take stock of that and make sure you're on track to reach that goal. Um, the third tip that I would recommend that you need to do right now, and this is really critical with where the market is, it's to review your investment portfolio. Um, I'm seeing a lot of clients right now who, because of the market growth we've had, they're now out of balance. So if you've got you know, 15 20% rate of return in your portfolio from last year, and your allocation model is you want to hold about 60% equities, well, now you're holding about 72 to maybe 75% equities. And that's taking a little too much risk than maybe what you wanted to originally have or what you set up. Um, so now's a great time, especially in IRA accounts or 401k accounts, things of that nature, because you can collect those profits and not have any ta- capital gains or tax consequences to do so. Um, so remember that, that as the market rises, we want to make sure we're capturing our profits to make sure you are in line with those overall risk in uh, your time frame and your goals. Um, so what we're doing when we're reviewing client appointments right now is just making sure that those portfolios are in line with where we set them at originally um, and we're not over-concentrated in one sector of the market or one category of the market or even uh, too much in equities right now at this time as well. So make sure you just conduct a, a good overall comprehensive review of that of your investment portfolio, um, no matter how small or large that may be, um, because people start to realize how much risk they are taking when the market becomes a little more volatile. Um, so just take stock of that. So really the three three things to kind of recap is make sure you're updating your beneficiaries and you got you have those in line with exactly what your wishes are. Um, you want to replenish your savings accounts and then just take an overall review of your investment portfolio to see how much risk you're, you currently have and that the portfolio is properly diversified. Uh, Mr. Biz, any input? Would you agree that those are really good three items heading into the new year that you would also recommend? Yeah, definitely. And as a matter of fact, I was going to say, I just this morning, uh, not even kidding, I just had a meeting with a client whose father-in-law suddenly passed away, and he had he lived in a different state, and he had real estate in the state he lives in, he has real estate in Ohio, and he has no will. Mm-hmm. So my client is absolutely freaking out. Uh, yeah. because you can imagine the mountain of crap that he's going to be going through trying to sort through his father-in-law's estate, uh, trying to figure that all out because he did not take care of, I mean, Will, in, in essence, is, you know, you're taking care of your beneficiaries and obviously, as you had mentioned, telling the government, telling the state how you want everything in, in your estate uh, divvied up. And without that, oh, my gosh, I mean, he, he's facing... Gosh, I mean, it's got to be at least a year, right, digging yeah. through all that yeah. crap. 
Yeah, and those are very unfortunate circumstances. And what's what's crazy about that is all all that would have took to avoid was a transfer on death deed on the real estate property to pass down to a son, and and that's one form that attorney can draft in in under an hour. Right. Um, so now you know that your client's going to have to spend the next year hiring an attorney and making sure that not only that 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 attorney is going through the probate process, but now you've got to hire an attorney possibly even out of state to right. deal with this too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can't stress how important it is, and that's that's something we review um, with our clients at least every other quarter um, to a minimum of once a year is just doing a beneficiary checkup just mm-hmm. to make sure all their accounts are exactly how they want them set up. Especially, it's it's even more apparent for. Uh, important for those with parents that are listening. Make sure your parents are doing the same thing. Sure. That's, that's the trap they fall in, and that's the trap your client fell in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good stuff as always, Johnny. Again, Johnny Dawson, Capstone Wealth Advisors. You can reach him at 614-823-8660. Thanks as always, Johnny. Thanks, Mr. Biz. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week, we are going to keep it real simple. Three words. Be a solution. Too many times we try to complicate things and get all fancy-dancy at the end of the day. For your clients, as a business owner, your clients, your customers, you want to be a solution for them. If you are a solution, they're going to do business with you. Um, You're going to have what they want, right? So, again, the whole purpose of it is the simplicity of it. Don't overthink things. So that is the Mr. Biz tip of the week. All right, so we've got uh, two segments here, and I wanted to go through something, uh, you know, relatively quickly that we can cover in two segments, I think. Um, And I gave a recent talk to a group about... How to reach your full potential, and it went over really well. And I thought, man, I would share some of this stuff. And it, uh, it, the talk was about forty-five minutes, so I'm gonna have to, you know, barrel this down into just two segments. But it'll at least give you an idea of some of the things. I've got four action steps to take in order to uh, reach your full potential. So I'm gonna try to cover two in each segment, and uh, hopefully, I'll be able to do that. And like I said, it'll be a skinny down version. If you want the full version of it, you can go out to. Um, Mr. Biz Solutions, our business page on Facebook, and uh, check out the videos on there. And there's a there's a video of me uh, giving the, the the speech to this group. But um, so anyway, uh, 
the idea behind this is so often people talk about, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but it's a lot of talk. It's a lot of hot air. And as far as reaching your full potential, most of us are barely scratching the surface of what we're actually fully capable of doing. And so that's what these four steps, if you follow these, I've been able to, I'm going to give some anecdotes. I'll have to cut down on the anecdotes to save time here, of course, like I said, um, to cut down on the, the time to cover all four of these. But the first one, so the, the acronym, of course, you got to have an acronym, right? You have four steps. you got to have a cool acronym so people remember. So the acronym is SMAC, S-M-A-C. And the first one is S, and that is start with yes. Be bold, start with yes. And you've heard me talk about this before as a uh, as a tip. But in this regard, it is... It's very important. So, and here's some proof behind it that, that it works. And you might be saying, well, Mr. Biz, how are you even qualified to talk to us about reaching your full potential? Well, um, and again, I'll try to summarize this a little more concisely than, than the full, full speech or whatever. But, you know, I've been able to do this in my life in several different ways. And so, um, you know, I've broken some world records um, and, and actually six world records. And I'm just a regular guy. So how I was able to use these four steps to break literally six world records, as well as, and again, a whole litany of other things that, that I've done. But a lot of this has to do with, you know, that starting with yes. When I first said, so I broke my world records in the powerlifting world, uh, specifically in the bench press. And so the first time I bench pressed 275 pounds, I decided at that point that I wanted to bench press 500 pounds. And everyone, my, even the guys who trained with me said, uh, yeah, that's really not where it is a good idea. Like that's just not in a realm of possibility. Um, and so uh, I said, the heck with that. I started with yes. And so let me figure out how the heck I'm going to get there. And you know, you got to get negative people out of your circle when you're doing that. Um, it's very, very important, you know, and that journey from 275 up to 500 took me seven years. Um, and so I'm going to talk to you about some of these ways to stay motivated during a long journey like that. Um, that's part of these four steps, but it's very important. Um, and it applies to the business world. And again, you, you know, you want to start with yes. You know, your employees come up with an idea. Don't think about how it won't work and it can't work. Think about the ways that it you can make it work. Now, again, some of those things might be extreme and not what you want to do, but at least determine how it can work. Um, and the same thing with customer. A customer comes to you and has a suggestion. Um, don't right off the bat say, oh, well, we already tried that. Well, maybe you tried it three years ago and, and circumstances have changed and the talent on your team has changed or technology has changed, things like that very important. I, I used this back in my corporate career. I had a big project that was was due um, when I worked at J.P. Morgan Chase, and we needed to get something done, and the guy who was leading the team that was going to be doing the, the most most of the work said, well, yeah, we can't uh, we can't do that. And so I followed up with him because, I, you know, in my vocabulary, saying can't is another way of saying won't. Uh, and so I said, well, what do you mean you can't? Um, and Jamie, Dim J Jamie Diamond is the uh, CEO of J.P. Morgan, was then and still is, and so I looked at him and I said, well, Paul, if you went back to your desk and Jamie Dimon called your number and said, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, could you get it done? And he said, well, I mean, yeah, but it would take, you know, five of us working 20-hour days for the next week to get it done. I said, okay, aha. So we start with, yes, it can be done. Now, is that what we want to do? Do we want to have people working 20-hour days, et cetera? No. But what if now we say, let's get... 12 people working on it, and we'll do it over three weeks. A lot more realistic, right? So that's an example of if you don't start with yes and you just tell me why it won't work, that project would have never gotten off the ground and never got completed. So that's the example of sort of starting with yes and, and, and making sure that you have that mentality. And sometimes it's difficult to do that, so you got to make sure you check yourself. 
Um, the second letter, the M, is modeling. And no, I'm not talking about on the runway. Um, uh, for, for those of you out there with thinking that along those lines, what I mean is, and don't, don't be afraid to seek expert advice. Model someone else's behavior that has already accomplished what you're trying to accomplish or has been successful in the area in which you're trying to, to, to be successful. So for me, even on the powerlifting side, I found some folks that were really good at it and reached out to them. Um, and it goes back to, and I've told this story uh, on the show before, but real quick, short version of it is a 13-year-old um, Steve Jobs reached out to Bill Hewlett uh, of Hewlett Packard. Um, this is how long ago it was. He looked him up in the Yellow Pages and found his number and called him, uh, obviously a long time ago. But he said, hey, I'm putting together a you know flux capacitor, whatever it was, and I was wondering if you had any spare parts for me. Well, Bill, Bill Hewlett not only gave him the parts, but he gave him a job during the summer at Hewlett Packard. Now, look what that did for Steve Jobs, right? If he would not have done that and had, you know, taken the, you know, the, the steps to seek an expert, um, would it, would we have Apple? Would he have created Apple? I mean, who knows what would have happened, right? A lot of different things can happen there. I did it on the, on the lifting side. I found folks who were world champions and I went and I flew out to Iowa and trained with the guy out in Iowa. I flew out to California and trained with the guy out in California and kept in touch with them to help my training and things like that to accelerate you know, my progress towards that goal that I had. And so really, really important is don't be afraid to do that. And, and that, that quote from the Steve Jobs story is, you know, he says is, um, you know, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And so I know a lot of times it's difficult when you want to model someone, you shoot too low, right? You find someone who's successful, but maybe mildly successful because you say, oh, well, if I try to get a hold of so-and-so, fill in the blank, they'll never get back to me. Well, again, the worst they can do is ignore you or say no. So give it a shot. Seek that expert advice. Find someone who's really good at what you do. I, again, I did this in cutting weight. Um, you know, I, I was able to cut. And again, I'm just a regular guy. But this is an example of where I was able to reach my full potential. I cut 17 pounds of body weight in a 24-hour period. Now, I don't recommend that. As they say, don't try this at home. But that is an example of reaching your full potential. Who would think that you could even come close to losing 17 pounds in one day, right? Absolutely insane. Um, even as I say it, it sounds insane. But I found someone who was really good at it, read several books, found the one book I liked the most, reached out to the author, and he helped me. Um, so I didn't have to try to figure all this out on my own. I found an expert. I modeled their behavior and then, frankly, took it to another level. Um, so that's, that's, the, that's the M. So we've covered two of the letters, S and M. And again, we're talking about four action steps to take to reach your full potential because most of us are barely, barely scratching the surface of what you know we, we can actually do and what we're capable of. And I'm going to tell you as we go into this last segment, you have this in you as well because you might say, well, that sounds great for you, but I don't think I can do those things. You can, and I'm going to prove it to you when we get through the last two letters, the A and the C of our four-letter acronym on Mr. Biz Radio. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. 
Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Business National Best-Selling Books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. My name is Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by Capital Plus. They remove the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. Uh, definitely check them out, Capital Plus. And you can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. All right, so let's get back into this. I want to make sure we've only got the last segment here. I want to make sure we've got enough time to cover these last two action steps to take in reaching your full potential. So we've covered the S and the M. Start with yes and model behavior. Now we're going to get into the third one, which is A, and that is creating accountability. Now, there are a bunch of different ways to do this, and I know there's a lot of obvious ways, and, you know, oh, I'm going to get a, you know, so-and-so is going to hold me accountable. Well, I not only had other people hold me accountable without them even knowing that, knowing it, but I also found ways to personally hold myself accountable. Now, that takes some discipline, of course, but again, I promise you, you have this in you. Um, and another one, I'm going to give you a quick story here, and I, th- I thought this story is fascinating to me, and again, I'll, I'll skinny it down and give you the Cliff Notes version of the story, but this is creating accountability. So Cortez was he had he had uh, sailed over and he was in uh, uh, he was in Puerto Rico and he had been commissioned finally he wanted to go find new lands and he had been commissioned to go uh, to Mexico and uh, you know the Aztecs were there at the time this was long uh, this was I believe this was back in the 1600s so he got together and I believe he had three ships um, he gathered together 600 men okay I've got 600 guys I've got three ships I'm gonna go to Mexico and we're gonna take this land. Well, he got there with his three ships and his 600 men, feeling pretty pretty good. Uh, they get on land, and they find out, holy crap, it's like the, you know, you've seen the scene in the movie where they get off and they go up the beach and they kind of go over the hill and they look over the hill. And they literally were outnumbered 50 to 1. So uh, there were 300,000 Aztecs, and there were 600 of them. So uh, what did Cortez do? How did he create accountability? Get this. You know, he told his guys, go back and burn the ships. They said, excuse me, what, what, what the heck are we supposed to do when we're getting our butts kicked? We, we're going to jump back on the ship. And he said, no, 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 that's the problem. We're not. We're going all in. You either fight your butt off and win or you're going to die. So it's your choice. So he made them burn the ships. Well, as you would guess, the story goes, they won. How they did, I have no idea, right? Craziness. Um, but again, how do you lose 17 pounds in a day, right? <laughs> I mean extreme things, but that is an example, an extreme example of creating accountability. Um, you know, when I was competing and even now I use it in in the business world, I have an advisory council for my businesses. Um, I create accountability by letting everyone know I'm very transparent about my key goals. Not every single goal I have because then it becomes diluted, right? But I let people know. So back when I would compete, I would let folks know, they would ask me, you know, Hey, when's your next competition? Oh, it's, you know, I've got the world championships in July. Okay. Well, What's your goal? And I would tell them what my goal was, knowing that when the next time I talk to them after July, what's going to happen? 
they're likely going to ask me, hey, Ken, didn't you have a competition recently? How'd that go? They're creating accountability for me. Now, I don't want to have that awkward conversation and let them know I failed. I didn't do well. So that created pressure for me, and that created accountability. That was me burning the ship behind me, although not quite as extreme as that, obviously. But that was a way that I was able to do that, and it was very, very effective. Um, I, w- I do that now, as I mentioned, with my advisory council. I set goals being the year, and then on the first day of the month, I send my advisory council an email and update them on how I'm doing. And like for this year, I have three goals. I have three primary, a bunch of goals, obviously, but three primary goals. Again, you don't want to dilute it. And I send them an update on February 1st. They'll get an update from me um, of how I'm going, March 1st, et cetera. And it's the same thing. I mean, you know, when I'm giving this speech uh, live, I, I, I ask folks before I even get into this and say, how many people here like to disappoint other people? Right? Raise your hand. Well, of course, no one raises their hand. This is an example of that. I don't want to have to send that email on the first of the month and let them know that I fell short. So I'm tracking those three goals every single month throughout the month. How am I trending towards these goals? Am I going to get there? Am I not? I need to increase my activity for the last week, last 10 days, et cetera, to get there. So that email is a positive email that we're we're kicking some butt and we're accomplishing the goals and we're trending uh, towards reaching those goals. Very important. Um, so there's, a, again, a bunch of other ways. One of the things I'll mention really quickly, for, I created accountability for myself, was I would get those three-by-five index cards back when I competed. And I would, in large font, uh, print out on those cards the weight that I wanted to lift. And I would you know, print out a half dozen or so of them, and I would put one on the mirror in front of my sink in our bathroom. So when I'm shaving, brushing my teeth, washing my face, all that good stuff, that thing's staring me in the face. I put one and on the dashboard in my truck. So now when I'm driving, I see it. It's a constant reminder. I can't get away from it. I put one on the monitor, to bottom of the monitor, um, on my desk. So now that thing's looking at me all the time. So constant reminder of what my goal is and what, and what am I doing to, to, to get there. And as a side note to that, I even carry around one of those little tiny notebooks. You can literally fit them in your, a pocket of a shirt. And at the end of every day, I had to write down three things that I did that day, just on that day, to get me closer to whatever that goal was. And so I knew I had that accountability to myself. Now, again, you have to be disciplined and make sure you're holding yourself accountable for that. But those are a couple of ways to have others help you without having to say, hey, make sure you check in on me and see how I'm doing on this. Inevitably, they're going to ask you about those things. But you have to, be, you have to go all in, right? You don't want to have that awkward conversation. All right, so that's the A. So, again, start with the S. That's the S. Model expert behavior, that's the M. Create accountability, that's the A. And the final one, this is my favorite one, the C, consistent perseverance. Consistent perseverance. And that's when you got to go all in. That's what I mean by that. Now, here's what, here's what I'm going to prove to you that you have this. And we've only got a couple minutes, so i got to make this quick. But think of in your lifetime, and this may you may only have one instance, maybe two instances, if you're being really honest with yourself, when you absolutely went all in on something and said, I am going to do fill in the blank. Not I really want to, that I am going to do it. Come hell or high water, it's going to happen. Of those times, have you ever not been successful? I don't even need to hear your answer because I know it. The answer is you were successful every single time. You know why? Because you use consistent perseverance. If, you were, if you're being honest and you were truly all in on that task, you use consistent perseverance to ensure that you accomplish that goal. Now, you may have had a goal originally of completing the goal in six months, and it may have taken you eight months. It may have taken you a year. Crap, it may have taken you two years. Who knows? But nonetheless, you use consistent perseverance to get there. 
You had some curveballs, you had some bumps in the road, you figured out a way around them, over them, through them, and you figured it out. Everyone has instances of this in your life. So my question is, why don't we tap into this more? You, myself, everyone, we all have this. Now, again, you can't have five of these going on at the same time, right? It's way too exhausting, uh, mentally and physically. But why are we not tapping into this more? This is extremely important. And this brings me to another one of my favorite quotes, a Babe Ruth quote. Uh, I think the greatest baseball player ever, ever lived. He said, you can't, you just can't beat the person who never gives up. And that is an example of consistent perseverance, right? If you never give up, how can you ever lose? Now, again, it may take you longer to get there, but you will get there. You will be successful. Um, and that's the most important one is, is that consistent perseverance, when you, you hit bumps on the road and you're going to hit them, any major goal um, is going to require you to use consistent perseverance because it's not going to go as you think. You may have thought it was going to take you six steps and it takes you eight, takes you 12, takes you 20. Who knows, right? But if you use these things, so again, SMAC, S-M-A-C, start with yes, model expert behavior or other folks that have been uh, successful in what you're trying to do, create accountability, and use consistent perseverance. Again, that's a skinny down version of the overall uh, uh, speech I gave, but use those four steps. I promise you, you will be successful. Um, and uh, again, go out to our Facebook page, Mr. Biz Solutions. You can find out, find the entire speech there in the video section. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. As I mentioned, you can call them at 855-522-3951. And uh, that's it for this week. Well, have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.